podcast. Really? Yeah, we can talk about it first. We'll take usually like a break, like 45 minutes. Okay, cool. And then we'll probably go from there. Make that pee, then. Fuck yeah. Everybody has to have a pee break. Yeah, yeah. Can I grab one of these? Yeah, yeah of, course. of course. We, put we got a whole other second back in the fridge. There, yeah. I never heard of Mac and Jacks. Neither have either. <laughs> nice. It's a good name, right? Right. Redmond, Washington, dude. Ooh, shit. Oh, wait, you know what? They make a good amber. Who, Mac and Jacks yeah. or Redmond, Washington? Have you Mac and Jacks. No, but Top Hat sells a Mac and Jack. Really? I can only imagine there's one brewery here. Sweet. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Nice meeting you. Yeah, you too, Kobe. Are we just going into it? Or I've, already, talking? Talking? I've already been recording it. Yeah, i got to record everything. Man. Yeah, we usually just kind of get acquainted and then we'll just yeah. edit it out later. Cool, I'm going <laughs> to vibrate that real quick. Yeah, you're good. We should be solid. Like I told the, I told them to act like I'm not here. Words. <laughs> 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 they want to come down and say what's up. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? We're just talking about business, man. Business stuff? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah so... Slow. Look at you rocking the strangers. Bro, I had to. This is sick. That was complimentary. This is the shirt I have to wear. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here we are, man. We're in a different location. We're talking to my main guy, Tony. Tony, how's it going, buddy? It's good. It's good. Good, Uh, man. Yeah, feeling pretty good. This is a. I've never been a part of something like this. Yeah. So it's pretty fun too. Well, it's funny. I feel like a lot of people that we've had on so far, like. Has never done a podcast. podcast they yeah. fucking kill it every time. <laughs> so, no worries, dude. We're fucking here. We're Give just... you guys a little background about Tony. He's a local business owner in uh, Missoula, Montana. Good guy. You know, likes to smile. I was excited when I first met him. He runs a store called The Pink Elephant in Missoula, which is a buy, sell, trade clothing Correct. place. Nice. And I was like, yeah, we have to get this guy on. So you want to tell him a little bit about yourself and... Uh, your story? Sure, yeah. So um, I am not, I want to say what people call original original, but my original account is the years to Montana. So I've been in Montana since 1994 and I've been in Missoula now for about eight years. And during that time, you know, it's like I've always had the same job and I've always had some different like um, entrepreneurial like ideas over the years. And this is actually my fifth business. And uh, this was actually like kind of an idea that spawned for me and a buddy talking and me telling him that I'm ready to get back in the saddle, I want to try something, and I wanted to work with him. And then he saw this amazing space come, you know, yeah. come available. Yeah. And we've already been talking about how great this space yeah, is. Yeah, this location is Kill fucking sick, yeah. dude. Like, it's right, like off of, right off Higgins, right? Yeah, right off Higgins and Broadway, the very yeah. corner of it. Like, legitimately, you can't be any more corner when because the doors are literally facing the corner. Well, so yeah, you're on two major streets. Yeah. Like, you can't find Broadway or Higgins. But my buddy, yeah, hit me up and uh, he threw, he showed me the space and then he threw out some ideas and I told him kind of like the negatives of those ideas because I'm lucky enough to have some good friends that are in some businesses and I have a really good friend. Um, shout out to him really quick, 406 Clothing in Helena, Montana. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Um, he's been a big influence in my life for the last 13 years of his business and, you know, just telling me ins and outs of things that I know. I, I knew I didn't want to do like new clothes and... And yeah. all of a sudden it was just like, man, what about used clothing? Like, we both love used clothes. Yeah. We, love, we love picking. We, like, yeah. have a passion yeah. for it. And it's like, that's it. Let's do yeah. this. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. Oh, yeah. So where do you, like, find this, like, these clothes then? Oh, man, yeah. That is, like, a, it is like a onion that we just keep peeling back. And, yeah. get, and it goes so far. Because, mm-hmm. um, of course, we're buy, sell, trade. And that means that people can bring clothes to us. And okay. we'll either trade them for yeah. in-store credit or we'll give them cash. And that's been going really well, uh, but in the end, it's like some things you're, you're, we're making like, you know, a pretty good profit on and some things we're just like breaking even mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much about always like 
um, you know, trying to make, we're not trying to like, you know, make this like our everything. We're both, you know, full-time jobs. We have you know, our employees here, you know, we're, we're just trying to make the business, uh, you know, meet the numbers that we did for yeah. like the business, for the business plan, the yeah. form and all that. And, and as time will progress and as our relationships get better, you know, that's where, you know, hopefully we can make some more money coming back. And that's what I meant. Like that onion just gets peeled back further yeah. and further. Um, so when we first started out, we did a lot of research and thinking like how many items we needed to fill a store. Yeah. And we're like, there's no way we can like circle all of Montana and, and, and hope that we're going to find the amount yeah. of items we needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we started doing more research and then there's these, um, these middlemen kind of that are called that, that own like rag shops basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up getting in touch with a few of those down in LA and oh, some good places like some yeah. urban too, like a lot of like yeah. people are coming through. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like it's crazy. It's like some are like, yeah, come check it out, and then some are like super hush hush. We're like, we need your tax ID number. You got to spend X amount of money to be really? in here. Yeah. Yeah. There's a time frame you could be in here. Then you got to really? go. Yeah, all these different things. But it really it was crazy. In my head, I was thinking like, like this building is like if we were to count uh, like upstairs, just the floor, not downstairs, mm-hmm. like it's 2,400 square feet. Mm-hmm. So in mind, I'm imagining like, man, these warehouses are called rag shops. It's like they're talking about piles of clothes. They're like, I bet it's like 15,000 square yeah. feet. You know, I'm thinking yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. I get there, they're like 65,000 square feet. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> they're huge. That's a, that's a whole indoor complex. Right yeah, there. it really is. I was tired of walking. I literally, <laughs> you're dragging around these. Like, they give you just 55-gallon drum barrels. Oh, and they just nice. tell you to put clothes Tote in them. it. And you just tote it around it, <laughs> drag it around. You like, throw some more stuff in it and drag it around. Oh, we need some buggies. Yeah, literally. Oh, little golf carts would have been better, man. But anyways, it's just piles of clothes that they have acquired by, like, the shipping container yeah, yeah and then yeah. they separate all that up and that process was cool because it gave me like some really like good vibes for other companies out there that are mm-hmm. huge yeah because like there are some companies out there that are actually buying used clothing like big companies like oh, urban outfitters right yeah, like oh, urban outfitters one, yeah but i always thought they just like altered their stuff themselves and made it look vintage and then but they're buying everything from rag shops like all of it's really know, yeah really? so i have huge respect for them yeah um, They've been around for a while, but my first jean vest from Green Outfit was Yeah. At first, I was like, shirt. yeah. At first, I, I, I've been there with lots of good clothes, right? But I was always just like, oh man, they make it look vintage. You know, I was like, no, yeah. they're actually buying old clothes. Have you been like, in any of like, their stores? Like they're in like, uh, in like Spokane. the retail stores? In, in Spokane. Spokane. Is that the closest yeah. one? That, I mean, as far as I know, yeah. yeah. As far as the radius, I don't know. I like Spokane a lot. I'm a huge fan of Spokane. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't mean to rhyme that, but. Um, Um, but yeah that's the only time I've been to one it's like an upstairs and a downstairs one and uh, yeah super cool very creative people that run that run those urban outfitters I feel like cool so like can people bring in clothes to like try to sell or get like store product yeah um, yeah basically the only thing we're not doing is consigning okay Uh, we talked about it but it gets so messy yeah Mm -hmm. it's yeah so basically people's in the pot exactly we do like layaway but yeah so um, what like what do you look for when people like bring in that stuff? Like how do you put a dollar? Yeah, is there a certain like list of qualities like, or things I gotta check off to like yeah. meet for like a sale? So that that was a part of the research, right? Is I was kind of nervous of that because everywhere we went, they would hand us like this flyer, and be like, yeah. "This is what we're looking for," mm-hmm. right. and it would have like all these super high end name brands, and it'd have like you know a lot of different sports brands on there and things like that they're looking for. And I was like, "Man, we're gonna have to create this," and I was like. I don't really know how to create this. I don't feel comfortable creating mm-hmm. this, but as we get going, I'll create something. Right. And then I realized through the first initial pick of everything that um, it was like sensory overload. And then to the point, you just got to like let loose and just like allow, like you almost hit like a flow state yeah. in, in, yeah. A, in a weird way. And so yep. it's because you just realize that let go of what the brand is mm-hmm. and just find something that you like because 
you know, it's like I feel like I, I find things that, that I've always liked and people have always appreciated that. And that's why I've always been interested in like the idea of picking, right? Mm-hmm. So if I just trust that instinct and just let it go, and it's like you're just going to always pick things that someone likes no matter what the brand is. Yeah. Because yeah. it could be something from like, uh, you know, like um, uh, like Target or Costco even that you're finding. But it's just it's really unique. It's really cool. Yeah, it's right. like, so you're going to grab that because it's like a one-off piece that they did that was super cool. Right. You know? um, but then For instance. Yeah, <laughs> and so literally you like you look at a pile that's like bigger than you and you'd see like a flannels let's say right and you'd see uh-huh. this little square and you'd be like that's a cool design and you'd take it out and you'd be like this is awesome put it in your bucket yeah. <laughs> and you just put do that do that a few hundred times <laughs> and it, so that's what I realized and so yes going back to your original question before I went off on a rabbit hole was like um, so people bring stuff in and people ask what are you looking for and I never say brands anymore unless it's shoes you know there's some yeah. shoes I'm trying mm-hmm. to fill uh, shoe holes I'm yeah. trying to fill you know because we have sure. other shoes but other than that we're just basically saying anything before 2008 yeah. unless it's just an ultimate like you're just like no nah, check this out and they bring something mm-hmm. in it's like Sick. oh my gosh we need that yeah. but other than that yeah we're not going off of we're going off of just how we, it makes us feel and whether we, not, we think it like is cool and it'll match what we're trying to do mm-hmm. with this kind of like business you see a pretty diverse a clientele like as far as people coming in the, like the building to buy has it been pretty diverse or is it just yeah um i granted like i'm working my other job so i'm here like in the mornings and then i come here every like let's say i show up like every like three or four hours basically yeah um then i'm here in the evenings and um from what i've seen is basically uh you know we've had families pop in and then we've had um just your like regular kind of like cruising around town people that are just walking around um, all the way up to like a few people that are like going to college you know yeah. you see some like hipsters you see some like old people come in like it's like it, I, I don't want to say it's necessarily like everything but I've seen a little bit of everything come in. Check all boxes, okay? yeah Not but awesome. it, we definitely don't have I definitely don't have I wouldn't I'd say it's there's not like a big like one group category that's been coming in and we've only been granted open mm-hmm. for a few weeks but um i love it to just stay the way it is yeah, you know? yeah absolutely yeah because yeah. I mean, it's been interesting yeah i've even had one guy came in i don't even know how, why he came in if he was walking around but um i was glad he came in because it was something that i never thought about he was a big dude he, he, and he needed a 4x jacket mm-hmm. and so uh i was like oh man i know i don't have anything for you but i was like i do want to find it for you though you know I was like, yeah i told him what i do and he's like mm-hmm. yeah he's like he's like giving me a hard time he's like <laughs> he's like well i don't want to get it in august i'm like, yeah, no, like give me a few weeks dude so i've already been on the hunt and i've already found like four dope like 4x jackets yeah. i just nice. brought them all in for like the next person that's looking for something like that oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if one person walks in, that's not going to be the only person that walks exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's you always got to look for something else. Yeah. You know, always got to find, try to fill everybody's yeah. needs. I feel like so. That's the Missoula curse. Yeah. Making everybody happy. Yep. Yeah. That's, a, that's the Missoula curse right there. Yeah. God, that's a world curse. Yeah. Right? No you can't make anybody happy. This is the curse of good people. Yeah. So they say. <laughs> that's where I feel a little blessed the way of going on. So, um, and we had one person come in. That was like definitely looking at the vintage clothing, but must have already did a scoop through everything. And she was just like, You guys don't have anything good here. And I was just like, Ouch, man. I was like, How do I respond to this? Right. And uh, I was like, Well, you know, we don't go out, we can't just pick what we want. It's like we, we were limited to where we go and what people bring in. And then, right. And then uh, that person was just immediately like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then like, I have a lot of cool stuff. I'll bring it in. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, cool. Thanks for solving all my problems, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just follow the while you're at it. Yeah. Jesus. What's it like being a business owner? Like for 
we have like a pretty like entrepreneurship like base like of listeners mm-hmm. like people who like to think that they're going to be in the same position one day like what yeah would you tell them as far as like advice wise like starting a business and a business plan and following through and you know, even the hiccups and yeah. things that go along with it um i yeah i'd say um like my top two things would probably be um number one just like don't give up i mean yeah. pink elephant's actually my fifth business and like a lot of books out there say like it takes like you know three to five businesses before you can have something successful Mm -hmm. and so i'm not saying this is even successful but i'm just saying i'm using everything that i've learned over the last five businesses Mm -hmm. to hopefully make this give it the best opportunity possible to be successful and then uh number two is like really um spend the time with the business plan and like the pro forma doing your research because it just makes everything easier later on mm-hmm. when you're wondering what it you have a question and you're looking for the answer you can just go well what's the business plan say right and it's like okay well, you know we gotta it's do like this we gotta yeah it's like i gotta make this number we gotta make this number or we're already over budget let's stop there you know right. whatever it is it almost and then you're creating like if you stick to that business plan it's like you realize that it is almost makes you more creative because yep. when you're limited to what you can do you get you become so creative with the limit if you had no limitations you would not be as creative as you are with yeah, limitations absolutely yeah. yeah i completely agree what kind of other so you said you've been in five other businesses yeah like what kind of other businesses oh man all over the place to... um so i had a small like little like local like clothing like a montana-based clothing brand mm-hmm. um and then i at the same time i was starting a non-profit and then after that, I uh, had a self-serve frozen yogurt shop, and then I had a traveling stage company, and now yeah. I'm the Pink Elephant. Yeah. What yeah, do you think awesome. it's like a, I don't know, I feel like people like us are just built different. Like, you know, like, <laughs> we have to be able to, like, conquer, like, even if, like, this doesn't work, that next one might, like, what is it that like, keeps you going that's like, you know, maybe this, this is it? Uh, yeah. Is there, like, a process, or is it just like, you know, I think I got this? Yeah, so, um, I would say that... In 10 years, I did those three. I did the first three businesses in 10 years, like, and that was good. I was fine with it. Um, but that third business really knocked me down. I had a super difficult time with my investors mm-hmm. and a lot of budding heads. Um, but luckily, again, going back to like good business planning um, mm-hmm. and also having like, you know, you know, everything you're you're protected by basically by your business plan. You're protected by. Um, can't think of the word right now. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> basically, basically, I can't think there's a word for it. It's not a business plan, but it's your operating agreement. So okay. I was basically protected by the operating agreement because both, you know, me and my investors sign off on the operating agreement. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like stamped and sealed, everything. And so I protect myself in that situation because they definitely, you know, have the power and the resources to like come after me, but in a, in the operating room, you protect it's already, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, like when you really do your due diligences and all that, you can really protect yourself and know what you're going after. So that really knocked me down. So, I mean, after that, I didn't do anything, you know, until this year to our 2020, yeah, I guess. 2020. So that's, I've been here for eight years, you know, so that took me, you know, eight years to start something because that really knocked me down. And that then going back to, you know, talking to my friend, you know, who was my business partner in this was just like, you know, him and I talking and me finally saying in 2020, or basically like the end of 2019, early 2020, it was just like, hey, I want to do something. Like, we've talked about it. Right. What ideas? You know, what do we have? Yeah, absolutely. And so it took me a long to get over that. Like, there really is a fire, I feel like, deep inside people that keep wanting to pursue something, whatever that something Their is. Their passion. They don't know what it yeah. is, but yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be entrepreneurial either, man. It's like some for some people, it's... Um, you know, they really want to the social media, right? There's some people that have a hunger to be, you know, in magazines or be on social media right. or some people are really 
into health and want to write a book, whatever it is, that passion, it's just like mm-hmm. it'll keep you rolling into the next thing. Um, even if it knocks you down, like it, it always it's just a, little coals down there yeah, burning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can feel it. That's not how we started. Kobe just came over one day. He's like, he texted me like a Tuesday. <laughs> He's like, I gotta talk to you. I was like, all right, what's up? He's like, no, in person. Like, in person. No. Nope. I'm thinking, like, I'm about to be an uncle. I'm like, all right. I know, right? Let's, let's see what he's got. If he comes over Friday, he's like, got a beer? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, so My what's up? My anxiety would be like through the roof. Right? I'm like <laughs> freaking out. I'm like, just tell me. I love doing that shit. Yeah. Like, like, nope, you gotta wait until, right? I, until I tell you. <laughs> so we're sitting outside, and he's like, Let's start a podcast. I'm like, you could just tell me that on the phone. She's like, no, we want to do it the right way. I'm like, yeah, I think we could really do something. But it definitely goes back to just having that sense of like not urgency, but like respect for the process and wanting to make sure you're crossing all your uh, T's and dotting your I's and yeah. you know going through with it. Mostly the biggest thing was buying a mic. <laughs> like, the mic was tough, yeah. yeah the mic was the, tough. The, there was a the lot mic of different was, decisions yeah. that we had to do. <laughs> but it's been cool. Like, I mean, as a business owner. You know, you have all these ups and downs and how you're going to make things work. Or, you know, even if you don't have that, there's always something you can be, like, creatively better at. And I think in our podcast, that's one thing we've kind of adjusted mm-hmm. to well is, like, staying on the fly and keeping creative. Yeah. And then just, you know, continue. I mean, to we're not even at our, like, regular spot. We're in the Yeah, no, we just the picked up the left. Like, no. It's fucking sick, dude. The production <laughs> team. Like, this is too much. We were carrying our shit to the car. Yep. Like, fucking computer. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I, I would have gone to you guys. I, you know, that's why I was like, I'm up for whatever. Like, no, this is cool. No, I think this was, is a sick spot, dude. No, it's so. nice. We wanted to come and see like the place and we're mm-hmm. take some shots and stuff upstairs mm-hmm. for everybody. I appreciate that. A visual. Hell yeah, but it's been dope. This place is sick. So, for those of you guys who don't know, we're in Missoula and we're talking to Tony. He's the owner of a Pink Elephant buy sell trade. Like a is this Pink Elephant? Yep. Or you can say Pink Elephant like clothing exchange or Pink Elephant Exchange. Mm-hmm. So Pink Elephant Clothing Exchange. And he's one of the probably one of the cooler business owners I've met in town. Just yeah. you know, being around. Yeah. What do you think about like the small business owners in Montana? Have you talked to like people who are in like the same like neighbors? Um, so that's interesting. So with my other job, like I know a lot of the restaurant owners, a lot of the um, bar owners. I know any anything basically in that industry. I know, but so everybody around here has been um, for the not everybody to say, but there's been people that have reached out of nowhere, like which is really funny because. Uh, I started like even just super small with just some funny marketing in the windows and then some social media and somehow, you know, like, you know, through the algorithms, you know, people reach out that were into us. I mean, like right away, it was funny. Like I've never even, you know, met, I've been in there plenty of times, but I've never met the manager, the owners of like the import market, but like that person reached out and was like, made me laugh, you know, the windows, blah, blah, you know, (laughs) just like, oh, this is cool. It's like, you're just down the street, you know, it was like. That's super cool, and then that's kind of how it's been. Is this you kind of see who's really into working and who's not? And, right. Um, and then another really big one, which is super cool, is down in the Bitterroot in uh, Florence. There's another one. Talk about you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a um, there's a cool store there that does similar to what I do, but they do everything from kids all the way up, and they have oh, like games, kidding? and it's called Sweet Repeats. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. I just. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is a Patagonia for sale large uh, women's jacket. Oh. I just reserved for my fiance nice. on that. And I was talking to her today about some photography stuff. Sick, literally yeah. a couple of hours ago. She, she's awesome. Her name is Renee. They're in Florence? Yep. Or, oh. I think Florence, yeah. Bro, I thought I was going to be there tomorrow. I thought she was in Missoula. Uh, I'm going to go to Florence tomorrow. Uh, I'll go. Just hit me up. Yeah, no, no. Boys day. Um, but I think, I think she's changing her name to Gather for Good or Gather Goods or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, but so anyways... She hit me up out of nowhere and was just super into what I was doing and just wanted to know if 
you know, anything she could do. And I was just like, whoa. And then I come to find out that I guess she's been having a hard time talking to other people in this industry, oh, uh, really? trying to help out because they just see her as a threat. And I was just like, oh, that's really makes sense. I never understood that. I don't either. It's like, because I don't think, yeah, because that's like, like, I don't think, like, I, that in my industry, the other industry that I do right in the bar and all that, like, they don't see each other as threats. They see it as like, oh, good, more people mm-hmm. that are going to be in the area. That's free publicity, bro. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, so she's been huge. So, um, I've been stoked on that, and even she even did a super cool little video for us. Like came in the shop, did a little yeah. video. Uh, yeah, so I think that is cool. Like any time that you're talking, it's getting somebody to 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 get outside of their their areas that they shop and just yeah. hear about something or go somewhere. Yeah. I think that's good for everybody. Even it if is. you're next door, it doesn't matter. It's like they're gonna go, they're gonna they want to know that you're for everybody else. You know? Yeah, especially absolutely. right now, right? Yeah, more than yeah. more than anything, community's been super strong. I would say like. I think especially like, around Missoula, it's been yeah, it's been time. very good. I, mean, I would say like morale has been like pretty low like worldwide, but yeah, Missoula's so been I would say pretty well, on top of like Montana's in their own bubble, dude. We uh, really so, are. I mean, I haven't come across many places like Missoula. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a little hidden gym that yeah, just also, keeps to itself. And don't has tell anybody. Yeah. I have a theory. I have a theory actually. Do you? Yeah. So, um, not this first part's not a theory, but I've literally lived east to west, right? Because I started out in Cold Strip, Montana, mm. and I've lived every like almost in every town. My buddy's from Cold Strip. Really? <laughs> Jesse Thorpe. Yeah, Jesse I know Thorpe. Jesse Thorpe. Do you know Jesse yeah. Thorpe? Because yeah. Cold Strip's small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Jesse Thorpe. Jesse Thorpe's my boy. Yeah. yeah we're oh, really? Yeah. Because <laughs> he used to go. Mama B. I, the, only, the first time I saw him when I moved here was at. Um, the brewery. <laughs> Imagination for buying. Uh, no, neither. It was a um, kettle house. Northside. Oh, Northside North kettle house. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we definitely know each other. We definitely went to school. Don't ask him about me in high school. I was an idiot. We all were. We all were. We all were. But anyways, uh, is Missoula's had everything I ever wanted. So every single place I've lived, I've been like, oh, I wish this place had this. You know, yeah. I wish this place had this. Every single town I've lived in, I always knew what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then coming to Missoula, I just had everything. And then as I've been traveling a lot uh, over the last like eight years, uh, there's certain towns that I'm like, I really like this town, but I don't know why, mm-hmm. right? It's like it has everything Missoula has, but <coughs> I don't think that's the only thing. And what I realized, it's basically I really enjoy, not that we're anywhere close to that, but any city that's under a million people, I enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Like that yeah. 500, like anywhere from like our population mm-hmm. to like 700,000 people is like it's an enjoyable city. Yeah. Yeah. You we're can feel it. We're not overrun. Yeah. There's yeah. space for everybody. Like even yeah. in a pandemic, it's like basically we're pretty normal around here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Besides restaurants and bars, yeah, it's normal. Right. But you can yeah. usually find somewhere to sit at like a bar. Like we yeah. just went to... Uh, Thomas Meager before we came over for a quick drink. Yeah. And it was a little busy, but when we got yeah. to the bar and had a quick drink. I it was like yeah. how it normally Yeah, exactly. So you know, if 4.45 or whatever, we went over there. Like, it's, it's wasn't any difference except we wore a mask in between. They were sitting down. Yep, sitting down. Like, I definitely take that for granted, I think, living in Missoula because, you know, you think, what could happen, mm-hmm. you know? And then I was telling Kobe, so I live in East Missoula. And I'm, like, thinking, you know, like, the world's in a weird place, but I'm doing fine. Like, my morale's high, like, personally. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, like, driving. I see this fuck BLM sign, and I'm just, like, what the That's fuck? It's, like, a crazy. It's a block from my house. So that was, like, eye-opening. Like, you still have to be cautious of your surroundings. Like, yeah. We are in, like, you know, a fucking new state. But yeah. that one thing's going to happen. But <laughs> yeah. Missoula's definitely got that sense of community, and I think that was just eye-opening because you see it everywhere. You know, you yeah. don't believe it's your home yeah. until you see it's your home, if that makes sense. Yeah. I definitely feel that, like, even even for us here, um, you know, we've had a couple of, like, harsh comments, like, on our Instagram, you know. Really? It's like, 
And I just realized it's just, you know, that's just the way people are. Some like people are, ha- everybody has their own, you know, their own hard times and whether Which or not. Which is understandable. No yeah. one's perfect, but. So we're not, like, I don't get mad about that. I'm just like, you know, it's like, I wish I could make you not feel that way. You know? right. I, wish, I wish, and that's kind of the idea behind Pink Elephant is like, we want to make people feel better about themselves. And not saying that, like, all you need is, like, some fun clothes. But it's just a start, you know. It's kind of, I always yeah. say, like, it's like, if you want to, what I've read and learned is, like, you wake up, your first success should be, like, making your bed, right? And then mm-hmm. after that, I was like, what do you do? It's like, you get ready for the day, and you get dressed, and you look in the mirror, and you're like, do I feel good about myself? You right. know? And so we want people to feel confident, and if people need that at an affordable price, then it's like, we want to offer that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're picking things out that are dope in our eyes, so hopefully... Someone else will lose it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's kind of where we're at with it. I just want to just be a, a lantern and be a torch and just like, sh- you know, light be a light to, every, you know, to whatever else. Make somebody Fuck happy. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah. I have to ask, why the name Pink Elephant? Right? Yeah. It's been killing me since I met you. I wanted to ask last time we had drinks. I was like, I don't know where. I know. <laughs> I don't know where. It's funny because it... it, it it, well, there's nothing special to it. Um, the story, not the story, but the way it went was originally it was like, all right, this is cool clothes and some of it's really funky. It's like, mm-hmm. should we do like like the black sheep of the family? Like, so we do like black sheep clothing exchange, you know? It's like, okay. well, that's originally mm-hmm. what it was. And then I was like, yeah, sure. well, right next to Black Owl Tattoo, we got, you know, Black yeah, yeah. Roasting Coffee Company. Oh, yeah. It was just like, trended. Yeah. And yeah. then there was a lot of like everybody's branding around us. A lot of branding is very like, like dark black and white mm-hmm. brand, you know, mm-hmm. and so just like, Thank all right, let's what, or, let's just change it. We're going to break away, you know, and we came up with all these different names and we it just started like, all right, positives, negatives, you know, pros and right. cons of every yeah. name. And then we hit on Pink Elephant and it was just like, man, this is really fun. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Fire, yeah. And then in my mind, I started just all these ideas, these marketing ideas that I want to play on, you know, in the future. And it was just like, man, this thing has so, this has a lot of legs. You yeah, know? good potential for it. Yeah. And then, um, and luckily, uh, um, my buddy, uh, Chester Jones, shout out to him, man. He's an amazing graphic designer. Shout out to Jay. Um, he, uh, started messing around with some logos, mm. gave us three of them. And we're like, these are amazing. We like all of these. <laughs> and, he, and it's like, well, these are the only things that we don't like, you know? And we said like the feeling of this, feeling that. And then all of a sudden mm. the fourth logo was like our logo. And I was like, whoa, this is yes, it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like totally left field mm-hmm. too, or right field or left field, however that works. But <laughs> That's how you want it. Yeah. 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 You it was just out just there. see it. Yeah. Because yeah. everything else, at first we were like trying to do like the full body of the elephant. And it was just like. Do we want tusks, no tusks, do we want ears, no ears, do we want eyes, no eyes, mouth open, trunk up, trunk down. Trunk up always. Yeah. Good luck, bro. Come on, guys. Yeah, I'm just saying it's like, do we look like we're trying to save elephants now? Like it'd be cool, yeah, sure. But it's like, but we are we coming off as a nonprofit now? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> what are we real what are we doing here? Yeah. So that's that's why uh when he when he killed it with the logo, he's like, oh man, like love it, dude. So that guy's super talented. It's and it feels good to have like a close friend be a part of that too, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. always better working with family. Like, yeah. I don't know. It can I, be tough, man. I mean, you got to really think about that because, like, I mean, you could get into a fight with family. I mean, you know, like, money is a big thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can feel just, like it, it can is. very easily destroy people, I feel but like, it could build people up at the same time. I feel time. like money's only as big as a problem as you make it. Like, yeah. If you're yeah. going in a situation where you know someone's money's already shaking, yeah. partially it's on your part. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. you kind of know, like, what you're getting mm-hmm. into. Yeah. But, like, for this, like, for us, like, yeah. the most we're spending is, like, 80 bucks. Yeah, like any given like podcast a day yeah. or thing. Like the next thing I think our big purchase is like rent for a studio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, like yeah. that's what that's max four hundred bucks a month. So it's not like mm-hmm. attainable. I think money's. I don't know. I've lost a lot of good friends over like well, money and shit. Yeah. And I just I don't know. I've kind of like 
gotten over it. Yeah. If I give out money, it's like a one. I mean, it's not the most important thing in the world. Yeah, I just rather you know us be okay mm-hmm. than you like be sad over a couple yeah. hundred bucks. Like yeah. if you need it, I got it. Yeah, that's yeah. yours. That's super smart. I think it's super clever. I think you guys, and I bet you both like bring something different to the podcast as well. Yeah, well, we've yeah. known each other for a good while. Yeah, a like lot of the story was just yeah, like just. And it's nice cost. because like, I mean, like fuck, I'm 24. I've just turned 24. Yeah. Like you're what 30. Almost, fuck, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, But like, it's always been like we grew up together. You yeah, know? for like, real. We know what like presses our buttons and what yeah. you know what we both get along with. And like, at the end of the day, man, like I bring beer over, we'll and drink. then he bring, he bring, he brings beers over next time, man. Yeah, we just kind of always all, like whoever's it, got it, we got it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's like important, I think, is like if if you had a, a more of an entrepreneurial audience, you know, it's like I'd say is. Like, I didn't reach out to Chester because I'm like, hey, you're kind of a creative person. Can you come up with some ideas, right? Because right. that's where it can get ugly, where it's yeah. like, what if I didn't go with his ideas? Yeah. Then right, it's like, exactly. You know, then it's like, then I'll do, why use yeah. it? But since he's a professional in it, and that's what he mm-hmm. does, it's like, use it or not use it, he's treating like a professional, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, same thing with me and my buddy and our business backgrounds. It's like, we both brought something different to the table. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's one thing I, I always want to, like, would share with people is like, you know, when you're wanting to work with somebody, you know, making yeah. sure you're writing down why you want to work with that person. Kind of like the who, what, you know, who, why, why, does why. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that shit's amazing. Answer, answer all those questions before you get into bed with somebody because literally business is marriage. It's like you're writing, you're basically signing a document saying like, I am legally bound to this person. Yeah. yeah. With this business. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So. Have you learned like over a certain, certain amount of time, like, like you said, like everyone you can't work with. Have you found that passion or, you know, like a hunger for an X factor? helps you to like move up to like personal goals and also like moving along life. Like for example, this business and like working with like people and like meeting people like us and stuff like that. Cause that's what I feel. Like as like, I get better along like photography or in the podcast, like we've moved up every level, you know, mm-hmm. but it's all been like organically, like yeah. good people, like yeah. working hard, like, you know, putting your foot to the pedal and you know, it happens organically. Does that happen to you too? Um, a little lost. Can you give me that question? Yeah. Again? So like, as you've I'm like got, it's okay. as, you, as you've gotten like more acquainted with your business, have you found like your circle has gotten smaller with people who are like minded towards you, or has it gotten um, bigger with people who are you know same as well? Has your circle gotten smaller or bigger as you've gone with this business, or well, just in like over your scale of five businesses, you know, have you found anything uh, different as far as saying. like your circle? Um, yeah, I, you do. Yes, for sure. You, I feel like, I mean, that's a lot of years. I mean, um, in the, you know, the, basically all the years before I lived in Missoula, I had extremely close circles, you know, and so mm-hmm. they were always just behind me and helped me anyway. And like, right. I had people doing all sorts of, like people that helped in all sorts of different ways, you know, mm-hmm. so many different types of friends that lived there. For, you know, I, this was me when I was living in Bozeman, I was there for 12 years and so many different uh, networking from everything, like yeah. every single part of it, I had, I had different like ways that somebody wanted to help and was offering right. help. And then here, you know, it wasn't that, you know, I realized that, you know, I'm older now, it wasn't like those young years of like developing these friendships and it was kind of just like, you know, gonna do this, see what happens. But mm-hmm. in starting this, um, you know, cause, cause I had two business here, the stage company was really just me, you know, working in the in the restaurant and beer industry and gotcha. the bar industry and being able to like help them throw events and all that oh, stuff. Right. And then me, myself, oh, actually, this is actually my sixth idea, I guess now. <laughs> I have a festival, I have a festival I do too. But um, 
I was just trying to like uh, you know help a very music oriented you know city you know gotcha. thrive more with the more pop up idea of a pop up yeah. music venue right. Mm -hmm. um, That's what we need here. So, so that wasn't really like new, me anybody knew. Right. Uh, here having this this is this has been a huge blessing because I I've found that. Uh, meeting people like you know, like you guys, you know, it's just like it's been cool to realize like, oh wow, I would actually hang out with these people. You know, these people yeah. Are, yeah, you're realizing who's like-minded and who's not. And my, if anything, my circle has in a way stayed exactly the same by like yeah. it shrunk, and then it grew because of new people. Yeah, yeah like absolutely. it shrunk because I got busy and people. Some people were like upset at me. Some people were just like stop. You know, like giving personal. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just like, it's just different things. And so it like shrunk yeah. and then uh, it grew again because of meeting new people. Yeah. You know? So um, I just definitely try to keep emotions out of it and not wonder anything about it, but just mm -hmm. trying to, um, in all of this, I keep saying like, I want to love on people, but to love on people, you got to love yourself first. So More it's than like, anything. Yeah. So I, the whole time I'm just trying to like make sure I'm right, make yeah, sure yeah. I feel good that, that I'm like uh, living happily and, um, then all of a sudden I recognize that's being, it's, it's almost like attracting now that, yeah. which is super cool. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. Did you ever have that problem, Kobe? Like, I mean, because you're only 24. Yeah, as you, yeah, as yeah, you've yeah, gotten yeah. older, has like, you start talking to like less it's, people who influence you more? Or is it Like opposite? Tony said, man, it's been, it's like stayed the same. It's yeah. kind of weird. Like, you know, like I look back at high school and I had five friends that I hung out with the entire time. Right. I still keep in contact with them a little bit, but mm -hmm. it's definitely not, you know, like the same, you know, right. like I still talk to my buddy Jason, you mm -hmm. know, once a Footsie. year. Yeah, footsie. When he goes <laughs> to my dirt bike race. You know, like, <laughs> and like, but like then I'm like reaching out to like somebody like Albert, who I've also known for five years yeah. now at this point, like growing up with him. And like, I still like meet these people, but like now I'm hanging out with a lot more like of the people like in the like dirt bike shops and stuff. Yeah. And like, meeting with them because that's helping me grow you know that's helping them grow like it's definitely right. like stayed the same i feel like five <laughs> the number five is like a good number for me like yeah. you know just because once you get like too big you know Commit like you everybody. said you know you can't make everybody happy yeah. you know you can't that's give your all to everybody where five is a good number yeah. you know Are, do you motocross as well I do, yeah, I do a lot of, like, right, dirt riding. That's cool. Yeah. He's, he's, he's being pretty coy. Cool. <laughs> he used to be a sponsored dirt bike oh, rider. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. went uh, dirt biking with him and his family three, four years ago now. Yeah. yeah. And yep. he's like, yeah, just follow me. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So we're just cruising on cliffs and over cattle ramps. I'm like, bro, this is intense. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, we just went 70 miles. I'm like, bro, I don't ever want to talk to you again. You could have died. Pretty sure you left that night. You're like, I did. I was like, yeah, bro, I'm taking yeah, a break. I got to go. It was insane. No, I, I say that because, I mean, I don't know what it's like. I bet for the motocross world, it's totally different. Because you guys don't necessarily like session, so it's like I, I like my heart is in BMX. I've been mm -hmm. BMX pretty much my whole life. Yeah, and so that's one thing that stayed consistent. And I've always loved is uh, basically any town I go to, I know the BMXers there. Right? Yeah, so yeah. It's like when I'm traveling, like mm -hmm. I'm like, hey man, I'm in town, dude. Yeah. Let's, let's ride. You know? Yeah. So is there any awesome. good like BMX shops around here? No, like, there's. Really? That's something that I've always thought because I don't BMX myself. But, like I'm a huge like mountain biker, okay, and like, yeah. I watch all of like the YouTube videos like BMX. Like BMX is like my hidden little gem yeah. that I've always wanted to like grow like 
there's like a board of Missoula here and like, mm-hmm. you know, there's yeah. no real but there's not really like a shop, BMX huh? specialist shop, you know, no. there's a whole bunch of like mountain biking shops. Yeah. But, uh, I just don't know how that would work with it being winter 10 months out of the yeah. year. I, you really, know? I really think that's it right there. I mean, there are places that sell BMX, but there's not, they're not big BMX yep. shops, yep. but going into what you just said, right? The mountain bike thing is like BMX is still such a, like a tight knit group of individuals yeah. that mm-hmm. you could reach out to the owners of like the most biggest big BMX companies, yep. you know, yep. still and yep. like talk oh, to yeah. them, you know, versus like mountain bike, you'll never talk to like yeah. mm-hmm. these dudes, mm-hmm. you know, or people, you know, it's like Schwinn mountain bike people have never talked about <laughs> fucking waiting for years. But uh there is uh, it's funny enough, it's like there's no good BMX shops, right? Yeah. But there is an amazing um manufacturer in Helena, Montana though. Yep. Yeah, his name is Ben, and he runs a company called White House, and he mm-hmm. sells frames and bars. Really? And, and he's in, he's like known all across the BMX like yeah. world. Really? Yeah. Yeah. In Montana. In Montana. Montana's just a it's gym, just dude. It's weird, dude. It's fucking Mon- crazy, dude. Montana's probably maybe the happiest of like where I've lived, like New York, yeah. Oregon, California, DC. I mean, Montana's definitely like mm-hmm. had everything I was like needing and craving. Yeah. Like, people, good like job, like mm-hmm. working like. Everything is just yep. this is it. Check, check, check. Never moving again. I love being a part of that, dude. I'll be honest yeah. with you. Like so I probably we met, we met in yeah. Great Falls during college uh, and like whew. That's probably the last BMX place is Kicker Knickerbiker. Knickerbiker? Yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah. like the last BMX shop right in yeah. Miami. <laughs> but no, like <laughs> we, you know, like summer was coming, the school year ended and everything. And I was like, Albert, <laughs> it's time to move, dude. You know, like you're coming with me. Yeah, he and, saw it going. Dude, I was like, you know what? Out. This is Missoula's everything that you want. You know, yeah. and I literally like packed all his shit up in my trooper. Yeah, it was like let's one, go. One let's Saturday morning, it was the yeah. morning, morning of graduation. I was like, he's like, you want to graduate? I was like, nah, I'm just gonna get my uh, degree in the mail, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right, we can leave now. I was like, yeah. He's like, let's pack the car out. Yep, let's go. Two hours later. Like, literally, like. We're smoking a J in, like, the Lewis and Clark, uh, like, Forest. <laughs> and we're heading towards um, Lolo. And I never looked back, dude. It was yeah. probably the best decision I've ever made. Well, hey, let's go back. You literally just said, yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'll get my degree in the mail. Let's just go. It was <laughs> like, yeah, like, I'm not... You're like, I'm not even going to walk. I'll just get in the mail, man. Yeah. I, like, talk to my, like, mom because that's, like, who I still live with and everything. But like, well, you have people some clarity. You live like in your own in-law. Yeah, quarters, no, so like I live in I live in the apartment the downstairs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> who cares? You're 24, <laughs> yeah, dude. You can live in your <laughs> mom's house. 24. Yeah. You can't do that at my age. I love it, dude. I wish I could live there till I'm fucking 40 years old, dude. Like, nice ass place. I've lived there. <laughs> no, but like it was like I talked to my mom for like a week and a half, and I'm like, hey, like my buddy really wants. Like I'm like I really want my buddy to move in with us. Like, is that okay? And she's like, we got next room. It's yep. okay. That's awesome. And literally, it was like a week's just of like, okay, Al, you're coming with We're me, here. right? Like, you're coming with me. And then finally the day when I pulled up, like, all let's right, go. let's fucking Today's move out. It's today's the day. Let's go. I'm going back home. Bro, you guys set me up. For, like, so when I first moved to Missoula right after school, graduated, didn't have a car, didn't have a job, nothing, dude. I'm just like, typical college graduate <laughs> yeah. student, bro. Don't know what the fuck I'm doing, bro. They gave me... Everything on roof, they gave me a car to like drive to get jobs. Yeah, the old troop life. The tree, yeah, dude, they, <laughs> dude, it was like, it was that sense of family that like you just don't really have in like bigger cities. Yeah. Because everyone's so busy, but yeah. like, you know, we sat down for dinner every night. Yep. And that family. Every night at 5 30, dude. Yeah, that's family awesome. dinner. We had coffee yep. together in the morning. Like, what? That's Saturdays, awesome. we hung out. Like, Sundays, dinner at Grandma and Grandpa's. Yep. Like, everyone's helping out. Like, yeah, it was just something that like a lot of kids 
or even adults, I feel like sometimes don't get. Yeah. And it was what it hit home. Mm-hmm. It's made me a better man. I want no, to bring man, home for this. I'm glad you made it. Nice. Yeah. This is recording, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's been dope. Want a little break in? Yeah, dude. Let's get a quick break, dude. I gotta go to the bathroom. Really We're bad. I'll be honest with you. So. All right, we'll be right back. Thanks, guys. Motivate. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the Local Mountain Podcast at the Pink Elephant with Tony. Hola. How's it going? It's straight, man. You guys are a fun group of people to hang out with, man. <laughs> we just like to hang out and drink and talk, yeah, bro. Yeah, we really just like to drink beer, dude. And you guys left me out of the cool opening. Sorry. <laughs> I'm ready to open up. That must be an inside thing. <laughs> That's an inside They're like, how do we make our guests feel uncomfortable? <laughs> I'm going to keep them out of this introduction. <laughs> Accidental. We'll, so, make sure, we'll make sure you get in next time, dude. Agreed. So for those who are just catching up, we were just talking about before the break, it's kind of Tony's uh, starting uh, Pink Elephant. Talk about some friendship circle building as I guess we've gotten older and wiser. I guess it's usually how it goes, yeah. but yeah. sometimes not so much. But now it's all about fun. So what do you do for fun, dude, when you're not here working or not doing your other job working? really quick. Yeah. I hate to make things awkward, but we didn't do, do a beer break. Oh my god, yeah. what the fuck are it's, we doing? It's a normal thing. I mean, uh, it's just like, have you just sit there? No, nah, let's do it. <laughs> I wanted to hear more about it. Yeah. So yeah, we're drinking Mac and Jacks from uh, Redmond, Washington. It's a uh, log, log, log boom, boom. Ale. I like that. It's not bad. It's got a little hint. It's a, uh, oh like god. It's got um, <laughs> Balance's Golden Malt and local hops. It's a pretty thorough taste. Nothing too fancy. Good start. It's like a amber. It yeah. tastes like an amber yeah. for a pale ale. But it's not bad. I mean, 5.3% shit. I've had worse. I like the can, dude. Yeah, bright blue can. A little lion on it. Yeah, it reminds me of um, Roaring Lion. Roaring Lion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roaring Lion Brewing, I think it's already. Yeah, yep, yep. Log Boom, I like that though. That reminds me of East Missoula. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, it's not a bad beer. Independent craft certified. I can get behind that. It's out of uh, Redmond, Washington, not Missoula, like we usually drink, but still good beer. Established in 1983. Uh, these guys are talking about music. So um, a hip-hop group that came out in 1993 with a with Fugis? an album. Uh, are we naming them? Or just... Yeah, just think of one, because it just made me think of one. And I don't know if Fuji's was one of them, actually. Yeah, they were one of them, yeah. I'm too young for that shit. Yeah, you were not even talking about it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Bro. Uh, one I can think of is probably... I mean, I know individual artists. Yeah, for me, I always think of uh, Naughty by Nature because they have a song that's like, 19 Naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite musician? Do you have one? Oh, man. Um, I don't know if I do have one. I definitely have gone on some stages of what I'm really into. And so it's all over the place, man. I was like a huge White Stripes fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to chase them all over the western part of the United States. Like, really? Concerts? Concerts, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I'd say uh, lately, man, I'm super into Aloe Black. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, he popped into Bozeman one time on a random Tuesday. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was like before, like uh, Top Hat was what they are today. Yeah, all that. So they were just basically booking it from like Minneapolis, probably to Seattle or something. Oh, like yeah. That. 
And uh, they just popped in, stayed, and uh, he played for like 50 people. And that was my introduction to him. Oh, no kidding? Yeah, and that was just amazing. That was when his song was uh, I Need a Dollar, and he was on that HBO special. Okay. Had, like, I forget what the show was, but his, his that, that I Need a Dollar song was the opening song for to that. To the special? Yeah, to the gotcha. special. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, big fan of Al Black. And other than that, it's just all over the place. As you can see, all the way from like rock with white stripes to Al Black. No, like, yeah, it's pretty white. It's like Kobe. Yeah. Kobe was yeah, everything. I, I go through like stages like in the summer I feel like it's all country and then like during fall it's like heavy rap yeah. and then during the middle of winter it's like punk rock yeah. <laughs> and then the early spring dude somebody like, yeah rock it's rock know, like it's I go through not... stages dude. yeah I feel like especially with the business I've been definitely looking for like different things emotionally though mm-hmm. like, and somebody uh, asked a question like you know what do you, what song do you listen to to pick yourself up and I, I don't know any other song by these people but is uh um I think it's called Sunday Best by Surfaces. Yeah, Surfaces. Yeah, and I was like, right. that song picks me up every time. Yeah. Miss that, that one? That's yeah, like my whole I like never <laughs> listened to the album. I have no idea what those songs are. Miss that like, one though. That's <laughs> all it takes. Yeah. I always say there's good music and there's bad music. I couldn't yeah. really tell you like yeah. individuals. But I like certain shit. Yeah, certain there's always good like. music, even in bad music, man. I mean, you can always find that one song in an album that just or people. is really good, dude, or that one person that you've never heard before that's like, yep. A little pump, song. bad music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. that's it. There you yeah. go, exactly. I can't say I like the Gucci Mane guy. <laughs> it's not my chest, not my steez. So you uh, BMX, you snowboard, yeah, surf? Yeah, snow surf. Snow surf? Oh, so we, it's okay, snow surfing. Okay, so Albert like, texted me a little thing like about you yeah. a couple hours mm-hmm. ago, and it was like snow surfing, and I'm like, you must mean snowboarding. What, like, what the fuck is that? Snow, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what the fuck is that? I'm assuming the history of it is actually, you know, before snowboarding existed, is I'm assuming the history of it. And then it kind of died off for a mm-hmm. while. And then I feel like there's some companies that, like, brought it back and made it better. Because mm-hmm. now it's, like, unbelievable. It's so much fun. Because back in the day, there was, like, a, before I even did it, there was, um, like, a snurfer is what they call it. Okay. It was super narrow. Like, probably almost narrower than your foot and it had oh, a string right. that you'd hold on to mm-hmm. and you'd cruise like down really and now they're bigger they're shorter but bigger than than snow uh, mm-hmm. snowboards now so there's no like bindings or anything there? no or? bindings okay. basically uh depending on how the person wants to create it either there'll be like a lip in the center that your foot heel or yeah your, your foot arch would rest mm-hmm. on and you can control the board by pushing on that centerpiece or mm-hmm. you know push it pushing or pulling okay. with your foot um, and then some of them put like a higher edge so your toes will push on the higher edge and then put pull back on mm-hmm. your heel uh, uh, but there's no edges there's no metal edges so you're literally i always say it's kind of like for those that know what it's like to wake board where when you're just like on the wake board and you're cruising like you don't really have an edge you're just kind of yeah mm-hmm. you know going, going back the yeah going the flow and there just needs to be like six inches of snow and yeah you just cruise yeah. and it feels so good really yeah. so you just go like back country then? yeah or, yeah that's fucking rad dude. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We, can, we gotta do it it's like the only I might be out of my comfort zone like i don't know uh, if you know how to do any board sport man it's like it's worth it to do this yeah, yeah. it's like the old snow skates that i used to have dude oh, yeah, yeah that's scary man that's even scarier dude those things are terrifying yeah <laughs> no thanks yeah, those little, i mean that's what i think about skateboarding too yeah. it's like this tiny little thing and i'm like because i all the time at skate parks you know we always say the same back and forth skaters are like i don't know man bikes are so scared the way how you ride that or how you do that and they're like what do you mean you're, yeah. you're, <laughs> mean, you're not even holding on to the yeah. skateboard man yeah. it's free fall no thanks do you um what do you snowboard what's your favorite mountain oh lost trail man oh, all really? day. Uh, 
more of a showdown. Guy, plan. I've never been a showdown. Showdown sick. There's showdown like sick. three mountains in Montana I've never been to, yeah. and showdown's one of them. What's the other two? Uh, I don't even know what the two are. I think it'd be. You've been to Bridger. Yeah. Um, well, I guess some of them aren't necessarily in Montana though, because I don't know what, what what would they call uh, lookout. It's like it's lost trail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've never yeah. been to lookout. Lookout's pretty good. Right. Lookout's not bad. I like lookout. Never been to lookout. Never been to showdown. And I think there is one up closer to over there by showdown somewhere that I've never been to. Okay. What's over? What's the one in Helena that has night runs? Great divide. Great, Great divide. divide yeah. Been there. Super fun. Yeah. yeah. How's the night runs there? Super fun. Every Are Friday they? night, man. Mm-hmm. I've never been. I've always wanted to go. Uh, just so cool being able to do that at night. Time. It is. Uh, just an experience, right? Uh. Dude, that trip to that trip over to, to Great Falls, we might actually have to swing by Friday night. And do a night run we there. Night run, dude. Yeah. We, we might have to do it. And then just drive through the Great Falls? Yeah, dude, fuck it. Why not? Dude, run? I mean, yeah. Like nights show up at fucking like two in the morning, yeah. Now, so you'll True? be fine. You'll yeah. Be right. I think I do not let us in. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. No, it's I think it's short. I think it's from like five five or four thirty to like nine. Oh, dude, oh man, perfect. that's perfect. Yeah. That'll be beautiful. We're mm-hmm. doing that. Right. Yeah, but then you're gonna get right. stuck in the lodge and want to have drinks, dude. There's so much fun to chill there. Is it? Yeah, it's just like because everybody just like kind of circles there eventually. Uh, what? Just like everybody's just like having a good time. <laughs> oh, that's how like a place like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll make it. I think it past Lincoln's Pass, we'll be all right. Yeah, right, that shit right. is terrifying. Dude, that's, yeah, hundred percent. Oh my god, some of the worst drivers. Our Slushman's Pass, isn't it? Is, it is, this, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Slushman's Pass. Yeah, it's like the gnarliest I've ever been. Yeah, in. that shit. I remember Jake yeah. Clark. We'd come back from like lacrosse in Missoula. You just be bombing it. Jeez, <laughs> yo, oh, that is literally I think one of the gnarliest passes I've ever. Yep. Oh, by far. Dri- driven through, man. It's curvy. It's always snowy. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Even during the summer, that bitch is like, oh, this is intense. If you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. A cool mountain though is uh, Blacktail. You guys from Blacktail? I've been to Blacktail. Uh, Blacktail's weird to me. Is that the gondola? That's what I'm saying. It's unique, oh, you right? Skate. You skate. You park on the yeah, top. You, and, like, s- you don't need to get on chairlift. You just drop it. Yep. Oh no, yep. kidding. Yeah. Yep. What? Yeah. The lodge is on top of the mountain. And the then lodge. you just ski and they'd have lifts well, to come back up? It's weird because you don't really have a last run. Yeah, the last you run don't. is going up to the chair it's going up the chairlift. Yeah. It's fucking oh, weird. I don't really yeah. like it just because like that you part? always gotta get that last run in. I don't know, because I hate the ride ups. I'm so cold. Yeah. The first yeah. ride, I'm yeah. just like, I need to hurry from somewhere. Yeah. For yeah. Some reason. Yeah. Have you just been... like scrapping like do this. Yeah. Have you uh, boarded the season yet? No, man. It's been so hard with the business. Yeah, yeah. dude, I bet. I was so just how t- long has this been open then? Well, it hasn't been open long, but I mean, I general contracted and did a lot of work myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, that's been since August 14th. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So what was it like going through like opening up a business directly in the middle of COVID? Dude, that's a good question, man. Um, yeah, we just actually uh, talked about that recently. Uh, it was like... It was like a whirlwind of emotions. Yeah. Um, How so? Yeah, it was like good and bad in the sense of um, it was easy to sometimes accomplish things and get a hold of like contractors mm-hmm. and things because a lot of people aren't doing things, right? Yeah. But then it was also very difficult at times because like we weren't sure what was happening, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And so it's just like, you're not sure if you're like, man, is this the worst decision we ever made mm-hmm. or is this like a good decision? decision yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of... Yeah. Absolutely. Even like the landlords, you know, helping out a ton, knowing the situation we're mm-hmm. in. Because they're just like, we're just glad to have somebody there. This <laughs> yeah, place was yeah. vacant for like a year, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So they're helping out a lot and they're for us. And we feel like momentum. And all of a sudden you just have these like 
questions of like, whoa, man, because like yeah. every like every turn, like almost every quarter, right? It was like every quarter something crazy happened, yeah. right? Because right. what did it start out with? It started out with like first we went into quarantine, and then it was like that beating, right? Or like the guy, remember like the the police or the police officer. Oh, George, George Floyd. George Floyd. Yeah, 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 yeah. The killing, right? That turned into that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was, um, there's like four things I want to say. Oh, that's why I say it was every quarter something happened. Yeah, no, and then I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, the worst thing, the thing that started all this, dude, is when Kobe Bryant died. Yeah. Damn, that, that was that too. Like, that was ever like since we lost Kobe. Thing, it's everything been... has been shit. <laughs> but man, I'm glad that you're like able to survive and like, yeah. thrive, I'm guessing. But I'm just saying it's like a whirlwind of like yeah. five, six things that yep. happened, right? Yep. Like yeah. they're pretty big for everybody, yep. you know, very like, and it's just like, whoa, it's like, what are we doing? Is this pretty, it's like, is this right or is this... Mm-hmm. Really, just like crazy, yeah. or we're on point. Yeah. And then uh, my business partner is funny. He's always just kept saying, he's like, he's like, fortune favors the bold, or somebody. Like, <laughs> Thanks, guy. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. How do you measure success? Do you measure it by like, is there like a number figure, or is it by like end of the day, you're happy, or when you wake up, you're excited? Like, how do you, do you measure that type? Uh, that's of a two part question, actually. No. Yeah, dude, we're here for it. Yeah. So um, if it was just me, totally by myself. Yeah, I would always measure by just how I feel about mm-hmm. it, you know, like how I feel it went. Obviously paying bills, right? Let's just say yeah. breaking even every day. It's like if it was like going good and I felt like we can keep doing this, like I'd be really happy. You know? right. like, all right, cool. It's like we can always grow. We can always feel more. Just are we achieving what we're trying to achieve? Um, but other than that, it's just going back to what we said earlier in the first part of this was just like, all right, are we close to our business plan? You know, are we hitting our daily mark? Right. It's like, well, this is a little low, but it's like, oh, well, today's a little higher, so it kind of makes up for yesterday. Yeah, you know, whatever out. it is. Yeah, so in the end, hopefully it just kind of all like... Yeah, yeah. Measures out, yeah. yeah. I can't say I'm really worried about that. Like, is, there dare, is there days where you're, like, scared about no. it? I mean... Because if we had to, right, if we actually... if we physically like had to inject more cash it's like we would right, right. yeah yeah um and it, and it wouldn't be a lot you know because we're we're talking about we're not getting paid so yeah. it's a huge chunk of ch- money that's going right. out we're making sure we're hitting the numbers so we're not like you know like right now we're only taking trades right now because mm-hmm. we, we just can't put so out more cash right yeah, yeah. yeah no not really inventory. we want yeah. more inventory. it'd be great to have a, mm-hmm. a variety um, but it just we can't keep shelling out cash even though it's worth it it's mm-hmm. so worth it to mm-hmm. shell out cash but we don't have endless cash right yeah. that yeah. cash needs to be reserved in case we need to put in for the rent rainy day yep. fund yep. yeah absolutely uh, not rainy day fund just rent <laughs> right. yeah, no, yeah. For sure. we need to pay for rent we need to pay for power we need to pay for internet whatever that, you know, All whatever that, that expenditure whatever that expense is like we just need to make sure we have that so mm-hmm. we'd yeah. love to keep taking and closing and giving cash because people especially right now with the way the world is like everybody wants to have some cash Cash is king. They would love to have yeah. money because either they haven't been working, can't find a job, or just afraid. Yeah. yeah, for real. So a lot of that's been going on. So it's just been like, man, your buddy was trades. right. Fortune favors the bull. I mean, yeah. bro, you started a fucking business and the pandemic. Like, let's just say that. Like, yeah, I mean, literally, there's. I think I hear of all these sh- like places that are just like shutting down. Big businesses too. Up, yeah, and you're like, let's fucking do it. And you're yeah. crushing it. Like, yeah. like obviously the, the listeners, you guys won't see this until like the trailer comes out. But like the place we're in is fucking sick. It's like yeah. brick wall, graffiti, yep. dope ass clothes. Like yep. it's like you walk in, you don't feel like you're in Missoula, Montana. You walk in, you feel like you're in like a warehouse district in like Berkeley or California, mm-hmm. like New York. You know what I'm saying? Like that's sick. Mm-hmm. That's a huge goal, huge yeah. accomplishment. Thank yep. you, appreciate that. Yeah, you're fucking crushing it, dude. Yeah, you're killing it, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. That part's fun. We really yeah. enjoy both me and my business partner. Like we both like enjoy the 
creative aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And we had a lot of fun with the ideas of like, all right, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, and like, and it changed constantly, you know, yeah. like, we can't do that, yeah. <laughs> we can't do this. Right. And again, you're creating that space of creativity, mm -hmm. right? That getting that ball rolling and being like, all right, we can't do that, and like roll the ball and be like, well, that looks cool, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, that part I love the most. I yeah. Mean, I love that so much. And I get that feeling in some weird way, I get yeah. that when I'm out picking clothes. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. Because it's like, you don't know what you're gonna get. You know, you're just yeah. rolling that ball that's and like, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's see what happens. Yeah. I'm so excited always like, the next rack, you know? Yeah. yeah. Rack. So the same thing with the, it's like, even tearing the building apart was just like, what's gonna be behind this wall? Mm -hmm. you know, what's gonna be like, it's like, you don't know, like you have ideas of what you want it to look like, but you know the space is gonna tell you in a way what, it, what it's gonna yeah. be. Right. Yeah. That's sick, dude. I mean, I think it's just insane. Like anyone that starts a business in this type of era, like, not just the pressure of starting a business, but like the social pressure of being, you know, like the history side of history. Mm -hmm. That's like approved. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of businesses, like since everything's gone on, have like taken a side or taken a stance almost. Like Patagonia put out a message a couple months ago, like when the BLM matters mm -hmm. or BLM purchases are happening. Like we stand on the side of like, you know, social justice and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like as a business, like some big businesses have taken huge hits because yeah. mm -hmm. a lot of like there's... For Patagonia, let's use an example. A lot of black guys aren't fishing compared to white guys, like per capita. Yeah, yeah. It's a very small number. Mm -hmm. So for them to stand on that side of social justice, super powerful, putting out a great product, and then you doing that on the same scale, dude, it's it's commendable, bro. Yeah. It's seriously, couldn't be prouder of you. I appreciate that a ton. Smart man. Sick, no, man. Yeah. Awesome. And that, so going back to what you just said, right? That is a measurement of success in my mind. Yeah. You know, the way I feel about it, because it's like, I could fail, or we could fail, you know, being the business part, we could fail, but both of us, you know, be like, man, it was like, but it was sick, like, we really had good response, right. people, like, maybe we did it just a little bit wrong, where did we end up wrong, we can look back at our business plan and be like, this is the part we failed, like, yeah. we can come back and do this again, but this is what we need to change about, the, you know, right. it's like, but the way that the response have been, like, you know, in words, like, you, you know, what you guys are saying, you know, it's just like, man, it's like, I feel like this is successful in the sense of, like, what we feel uh, we're trying to achieve. Yeah, you're making a difference, man, yeah. you really are, there's no place... There's no other store in Missoula like this one. I mean, as far as, like, space and creativity goes, like, you have secondhand on Broadway and, like, mm -hmm. a couple other, like, smaller shops, but nothing with, like, this space and, like, variety of clothing, like, yeah. all across the board. Yeah. Jewelry, shoes, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And a good, like, working staff. Like, everyone's yeah, super personable, super fucking good nice, yeah. like, yeah. hey, how are you going? Like, yeah. what? I'm doing good, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's nice. Like, that's what you want to walk into. Like, you want to feel that sense of, like, community and family yeah. when you walk into a store. It's got that mom and pop feel, dude. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. what I was wanting. Like, I was so nervous because, uh, I mean, besides, like, I really haven't had employees, you know, besides the, the self-serve yoga shop. Mm -hmm. And that was just a lot of people that I knew that were like, dude, this is sweet. You know, we want to work here. I'm like, yeah, you're a good worker. I've heard, like, you should totally work your work. Right. Like, you know, it's like, and this was just, like, hiring a bunch of people. We had a huge, like, way bigger turnout of people that applied for the job. And um, Crazy. I was just like, how Overwhelm? do I pick the best? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. like, and I just still, from the day I even hired them, I was like, I have no idea what these people are like, but they have just continued to be like, showed me that they're above and beyond what I'm what Just I'm great assuming. people. Yeah. Dude, like, character, character outspeaks any, anything else. Yeah. You can be an asshole, but if you have like a good character, good purpose, like good intent, you can be an asshole. I mean, I'm an asshole. <laughs> like, you know, like, but you I, I love you. Yeah. Yep. You know, like, a couple people tell you, like, there have been times, like, I'm a huge jerk, but he knows, like, yep. he needs anything, like, yeah. I tell you, you're, you're a huge jerk every day. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> hey, you left me out of the beer break. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> a bunch of jerks. Yeah, that's how it is. 
No, nah, man, I can only say nice things about this place. This this place is amazing. Yeah. yeah. You're on your way up, man. This is just the beginning. Yeah. yeah, appreciate that, man. It's like at the same time, it's like one of those things like, great, we're doing it. It's like, now we got to do this tomorrow, too. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day, it's like, can we keep this up? <laughs> yeah. So are you thinking about, I know that it's pretty early, but are you thinking about like growing, like going to oh, a different Oh, we would love that, yeah. We don't franchising? Franchise pink elephant dog? Oh, man, I don't think franchising. I think in a perfect world would be like three more places yeah you know? yeah and the reason why i'm saying that is because everything we've talked about today is like yeah. we're never would want to go to a place that's more than a million people mm-hmm. yeah you know and we yeah. want to go to places that need it places that are like yeah. missing that little like heartbeat somewhere yeah. you know and yeah. so that's a great we have like way to say it yeah. heartbeat so yeah. we have like five five places on our on our minds that we're just like all right that would be cool to go there and um it'd be cool to have this always as the flagship and mm-hmm. yeah. learn a lot here and basically mm-hmm. be able to replicate this somewhere a lot yeah. easier, which would definitely take off the stress of yeah. uh, what do we need to make every yeah. month, you know, because we learned a lot. We could save yeah. some in the construction costs, you know. Fuck yeah. Yeah. What you do know, you... It's, we were like, our very first guest, uh, Ellie, he's a, yeah. or they're a... Um, music artist. Music artist. Yeah. And Amongst a great other, like yeah, a bunch yeah, of other Wait, what's their name though? Ellie. Uh, Elliot Tabler. Yeah, uh, identifies as they, them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot Tabler. But they were like, I asked them who, like, what's his, what's their definition of, of success, mm-hmm. you know, like, because a lot of other people are like, you know, I want to make a billion dollars, you yeah. know, and they were just like, you know, I want to make people happy. If I can put one smile on a face, yeah. exactly, you know, change one life, change that's one all person, yeah. change one yeah. life, 100%. Like, that's what I want to be like, and I feel like that's how you're like, exactly, also. 100%, that's yeah, fucking awesome that's all i want to do man the two things <laughs> i want to do in life i always know is i want to entertain people and make and help people yeah yeah and it starts with one person yeah <laughs> i feel like as i become like a better person like more doors are starting mm-hmm. to open mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. as you become more okay with who you are everything else kind of starts to blossom yeah. around you know what i mean and on top of that the one thing i think i'm realizing that's hard to swallow man still i'm having a tough time swallowing it but i know it's the right thing is like trusting that the doors that are closing are okay yeah yeah yeah. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with the closer. I think that's a big controversial issue. It's like you get older, like you battle with yourself because you like social media is a bench. Like yeah. you see all these people posting the best things of their life yeah. as you're going through this terrible time. So you know you might be closing the door while one of your friends is fucking going to Peru for whatever reason mm-hmm. because they can. Like how do you monetize it? How do you say like this sucks? But when that door closes, it's not necessarily bad because something else down in the future may be opening up for a way bigger you know exactly opportunity and that's important to keep in mind just because it's not happening now doesn't mean it's not happening at all yeah yep. yeah even like this uh <laughs> <laughs> well it's okay we got five more so i got another pack in the car i'm kidding i was like what <laughs> i'm like is only a couple minutes away <laughs> no it's been nice you have any questions for us too um yeah i would like to hear more about um what like what episode or how long you guys been doing this? This is episode seven, seventeen. Of season two. This is episode seventeen, dude. Of all, episode, all of it? Yeah, episode all seventeen. Of so yeah, it's our second season. We've been on like what? So five months strong. Yeah, like five months, man. I mean, it was like summer when I first came to Albert and was like, yeah. I want to do this. You know, I mean, we were hanging out every Friday, anyways. Yeah, we were just like having like occasional like buddy dinners on Friday, like. My fiance was at work. I was working from home. Like, yeah, he was in town working. Like, yeah. all right, let's just get away for a That's bit. That's awesome. Like, a big reason why I wanted to do this was that my job was like just controlling my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was literally working 24 seven, like oh, man. 
all the time, you know, like answering phone calls and everything. I'm like, you know, this isn't what life should be about. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want to hang out with my friends, hang out with, you know, my buddy. And I was like, you know what, Albert? Just, let's just fucking do it. You know, like let's do something to like keep our minds away from like yeah. real work. Because literally we're just taking around drinking beer anyway. Yeah. Might as well like, you do know, spend, a, spend yeah. a couple extra hours just and fucking hanging out. Productive, yeah. Drink more beer <laughs> while we edit it, you know. like That's awesome. And that's been like super fun to do. Yeah. So. I think it's also brought us closer. Like, we've, oh, yeah. we've known each other for a good while. Like, we know we've had some tough times. Mm-hmm. Not like necessarily like together, but like we've gone through tough yeah. times yeah. as family. Yeah. You know? But this has like brought us so much closer. Like, I feel like I've known, I know you better than I knew you like yeah. when we graduated school. Yeah. And like, I thought I knew you pretty well then. The whole basis of this show was like, I'm a white conservative person from Montana. And yeah. Liberal yeah, fucking liberal guy from Oakland. Guy from, you know what I'm saying? Saying, you know, like, <laughs> and so like we bash heads every once in a while, but like that's the whole point of it is that he learns from me, I learn from yeah. him, and yeah. like we both learn from you. you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. I getting love that. guests on the show, you know, is like a huge thing to us. Wanting to talk to people just like you. Mm-hmm. And the day you stop learning is the day you die. Yep. You can't ever yeah. stop learning. Who's been your guys' most uh, interesting guest? By far, all of them. Yeah. Honestly. But I think every guest has stood, yeah. stood out. Like it's been, awesome. everyone's been like. Alex was sick. Ilias was sick. Elliot was sick. Yeah, like, Kidley was great. <laughs> like, like we haven't had many people on this show so far, but like I'm hoping that one day we're gonna have. You're the first. I don't know. I guess Alex business owner Kidley. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like we've had a bunch of like business owners that are all like in different fields and everything. Yeah. I just want to learn, like, what the fuck everyone's doing, you know, and how they're doing it and, you know, just learn from them, I guess. You know? We're big learners. We're ne- yeah. We've never kind of been like, we know it all because... You know, I don't know shit, dude. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Like, well, we're still young, bro. You know what I mean? Fuck, like, I don't know. Until I'm 100, I'm still young. Mm-hmm. There's never a bad day to smile. There's never a bad day to keep learning. Yeah. Get smarter. So, like, did you go to, like, college or anything? Or, like, how did you... I did become um, a business owner and like yeah. want to do this kind of stuff. That's a good question, and I, and I might be speaking like a little naive, but at the same time, I don't know because no. I grew up in a weird time, like in the in. So I was always around um, some form of technology, you know, mm-hmm. but I was never a techie kid. It's mm-hmm. just like my parents started out working at not started; they always worked at AT and T. Yeah. Oh. And then they eventually yep. uh, AT and T got bought out by Lucent Technologies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so my mom was a telemarketer for them. And so I've always had the first internet since day one mm-hmm. and saw like the first mobile cell phones yeah. and all that stuff, you know, and was always kind of around it. Um, but, um, you know, never did anything with it and didn't know about yeah. it. And it was so like, you know, nothing was going on on it back then. Like so if you knew what to do back then, like you could have crushed it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk had us. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't know anything. So, and then we left Arizona, you know, went to, you know, Eastern Montana in 94, and that was just going back in time almost. Colster, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my guy. <laughs> and so, like, the, the school wasn't prepared to, like, to help anybody get further, really, than outside of what they're, yeah. Yeah, what they're meant to do, mm-hmm. right? It's just like, all right, it's like, you want to work on a ranch, or you want to do this or that, right? So... I was really into that's, art. I was into like photography and things yeah. like that. And M- Montana's not no. trade. Montana's trade. Well, it's funny. Like we've been talking about. Like we talk about this fucking every episode that 
Montana's ten years behind everything else, but a hundred years forward. Yeah, in certain yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. certain things. You know? And depending on where you're at, a part of Montana. Too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A couple hundred years. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, basically, uh, you know, I went to so I, I just started. I played baseball, so mm-hmm. I went to Miles Community College and played baseball there. And I was like, yeah, I want to take art classes. They're like, we don't have art. And so in my head, like, they didn't say like, oh yeah, this school doesn't provide a graphic design. There, I was just literally like. Oh, that must have been just in high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. It must be a high school thing. You take art in high school. Like you yeah, yeah. Art, elective. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's an elective. Yeah, and so I was like, okay. And then I was like, well, business is kind of cool. So I took some business classes and realized they were just teaching me to climb the corporate ladder. And I was like, yeah. I was like, why? I don't want to do this. Well, yeah. What the yeah. fuck? I was like, I just wanted to maybe start a business. Like yeah. I don't want to do this. I just stopped that together. I just started screwing off. And then um, my buddy was from Livingston, and he took me to go snowboarding one time for the first mm-hmm. time ever. And I was like, whoa, look at these mountains. I've yeah, never seen dude. trees and mountains before. Yeah. And uh, didn't realize I was in Montana. My eyes were blown. Eye so opening, my, dude. my third year, man, I, I went to Bozeman yeah. and went Cats, to school. And, <laughs> and I just realized I didn't want to even be here. I just wanted to go snowboarding. <laughs> yeah. And so then for five years, I snowboarded. <laughs> that's, that's the best way dream. out. Yeah. That's a dream right there, dude. Oh, my God. Say fuck it and go snowboarding. Yeah. Do you know what's crazy? I had a job opportunity to be a ski instructor last year at disco mm-hmm. and i came to the decision that even i couldn't do it i was like fuck this is not gonna cut it like yeah being then, outside is cool but what am i really doing just snowboarding every day? you know that's one thing that like great falls like university of Providence or ugf like they changed halfway through the name but like we had the most amazing business professor ever katrina stark katrina stark yeah, we, have uh, a pro- yeah. we have a scholarship program yeah. in her name yeah Dang. Like, she's given more she doesn't like she's not like how you were saying where she just teaches how to she's not traditional yeah she teaches it's not like a business scholarship it's a life scholarship yeah for real like more than that's where i was saying like i don't know if it's like me being even there were they these did exist or not because i feel like you know me going to school when i did was like the start of all that Mm -hmm. Uh, but there was no like at the time i don't think there was any like small business education no there wasn't such a thing as like small business education almost and, and there's, so, there's, there really isn't still, I mean. I mean, but there is, though. I mean, you can go to, like, small business You can classes, go to, like, seminars and, and yeah, shit, yeah, but seminars. there's no, like, course where you can, like, small business 101 and, like, yeah. Yeah. how do you start from, yeah. like, business plan to, like, you yeah. know, first yeah. quarter profit. You know, like, yeah. there's no book for it. Yeah. You know, it's all by, like, have you done this before? Like, maybe I can ask for some help. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of very, like, in, intuitive stuff. And that's where I feel like, for me, it's like, my parents had some businesses, businesses but it's, like, nothing to where I'm, like, Oh, that's how you start a business. It was just like, hey, I need you to make tamales tonight, so I'm yep. making tamales. <laughs> um, but uh, it was it, it was more just me learning as I went, yeah. and then it was yeah. just me asking people, you know, it's like, oh. hey, this is awesome. Like, like, how did you do this, or how do I write a business plan, or what's important? With the, this? I feel like the more successful you become personally, the easier it is for us to ask for help. Yeah, yeah. I feel like five years ago. To the day I would have been like, I'm not asking anybody for shit. Like, and, yeah, and that makes sense to me because I feel like it's when you know what you want to ask for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not just an open-ended question. Like, you know, I need help with this very specifically. Like, this is what I need. Yeah. And, you know, that that's a tough pill to swallow. Like, yeah, it is. I fucking hate asking for help, but like now I'm like, yeah, I fucking need some help. Yeah. It's a guy yeah. Thing. yeah, it is a guy <laughs> thing, but yeah, with anything because you could be like. Um, you know, for like, you know, for you example, you know, it's like I, I've re- re- been on some motorcycles, you know, yeah. but it'd be still me coming like, 
all right, man, how do you ride a motorcycle? Yeah. Like, what would you recommend? You know, yeah. versus me being like, dude. Tony, I'm going to tell you right now. Like, don't ask him. Don't follow me. Follow me. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't ask him for anything yeah. on a motorcycle. Versus me boots. coming to you and being like, hey, what do you think, like, you know, the best boots are for this type of ride? Yep. You know, like asking yep. a specific question. Yep. That's a question you ask him, yep. yeah. <laughs> Going riding with Cody first time, wouldn't suggest it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be on the back of him. Like, All right, <laughs> you know, what's his role, bro? Because of you, Albert, like, I learned that I can't teach people how to snowboard. Like, <laughs> it, like I had a bunch of people in college that were like, oh, you know how to snowboard, you know? Like, can you come teach me? I'm like, yeah, have you ever been, like, out? And they're like, no. And I'm like, nah, nah. I can't teach you. Yeah, I'm like, not like, I tell everybody, like, I literally told my girlfriend that I live with now, like, no, I, you need to go take a class. Yeah, that's funny. I actually enjoy teaching you how to snowboard. Do you? Yeah. Really? Man, I've come I'm up with some funny. dope methods. Oh, really? Yeah. The four sides of the board, baby. <laughs> oh no, dude. I, I just always thought about what would have helped me, and I just do that for them. Yeah. And sometimes uh, it's sketchy. I'm like, yeah. we could get hurt, but it's like <laughs> you trust me, right? I just hate spending forty dollars to like go on like three runs. And yeah, like, yeah. Fall over again and again. And you're and sitting there and not really sure. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's like, fucking miserable. Like, you know, if they know how to do the basic turns, yeah, yeah they can use this. I'll help you. You know, use four sides. Yep. We had this instructor when we yep. were in college. His name was Mike, and he smoked weed like Mike. every time we went out. He just, still, like, a showdown? Yeah, yeah a showdown. great guy. He just fucking would just tote. Mm-hmm. And we were like stopped on the side of the mountain one day, and he's just like explaining to us. He's like, Yeah, so you guys want to use the four sides of board? Surfs up? With the with um, the paint, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know how they were like in the sand. They're like, you guys just like, yeah. <laughs> you want to fight these big waves? You don't want to fight these big waves? That's exactly how Mike was. That's exactly how Mike was. He literally like put up a little like, <laughs> yeah, he, like, like stopped in the he, snow. He was just like, he, like <laughs> up, he was like, he just <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're sitting there like <laughs> for like ten yeah. minutes, like. He's like, Mike, all right, let's go. Like, Mike, can we, like, smoke a J while yeah. we do this? Or, like, what? He's like, you, you can't fight these big waves. Like, that, that is like shit that. was so funny, dude. That is like that. Oh, they bring it back from time to time. It was, like, a long time ago, like, news channel of this guy, like, talking about surfing. He's like, how are the waves out there? And he's like, oh, it was all like a bow. <laughs> he's like, and the whole thing was that. And they're like, okay. okay. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. I can't really believe it. Holy shitballs. So, like. How do you separate work from play? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I I'm still like working on that. Like, yeah. I could say that about other things I've done, but like so far, it's like there's been no play, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's one thing. Like, again, I've heard like on now what number four or five. Yeah, you know, bullet point of like business starting is like you just got to be like, okay, there's no play right now, man. Yeah, it's okay though. Yeah, it's yeah. like you just said that. Like, all right, I'm gonna take a year and just like. Do this. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it will be better for you in the future. You'll be granted, so much further along. Yeah, granted, you're also fighting like, man, I'm getting older though. I really need to do mm-hmm. this or that. But it's like, in the end, no matter what, it's not about that. It's about just you're going to have, you're going to be potentially happier in the future. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So for me, it's just like, I just want to make sure everything's running. Because I could just bail, right? Yeah. Right. Put a bunch yeah. of stress on the employees. Yeah. But I don't want that. Yeah. You know? It's again, it's like, if I put stress on them, they're going to put stress on each other and then yeah. they're going to put stress on the customer. And that's mm-hmm. not the point, right? The point was, one person walks in all day, it's like, how can we love them? How can we make them feel good? Be yeah. stoked. Even if they don't buy anything, just be like, that store is sick. Like, I had a yeah. good time with them, you yeah. know? And they walk out and they, you know, feel that way. They yeah. take that home. Do you guys do surveys online or anything, like, for customers? Um, no. We, we, I mean, I've slowly been, like I said, again, part of that, like, I've Get been like, it. all right, I, I can't be doing Instagram all the time. So, it's like, finally opened it up to them when we got our 
Well, yeah, so I didn't even know they did this. Like, it's so crazy, man. Because I haven't done you know this since 2010 or 11. Had an actual like store, right? Mm -hmm. And so back then they didn't have this, and now they do. I'm like, oh wow, that's cool. So like, uh, I have a super rad um, Spectrum mobile or Spectrum internet guy. But damn, you, you can get just a cell phone for your work, for your commercial business. You can have oh, just okay. a cell phone, yeah. So we just have a cell phone. I was like, oh, wait a minute, I can load that up with all the apps. Oh, they can just... And so they can do the Instagram Post now. There. So that's a good another, you know, it's like basically like a, I have a list of things and the bottom of that is like, all right, now you can go have fun. This, yeah. yeah. But I got to check all those off before, you know, so I'm just making my way down that list slowly, but slowly, but surely. Slowly, but surely. Yeah. Slowly, but surely. Well, boys. Is that the end of it? Let's cheers it. Let's fucking cheers it. Let's cheers it. Thanks you. Appreciate totally, it. Totally, dude. Where can we find you, dude? Oh, you can find me at Pink Elephant, man. Pink Elephant. 301 North Higgins. Yeah. 301 North Higgins. You guys hear here first. Follow Tony at Pink Elephant. Missoula.com. Come in and trade some clothes right now. And we'll have the trailer out on Monday. Thanks for listening, guys. Wanna take us out, Tony? Yeah. Uh, appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening to me. You can hit us up at uh, Instagram on Pink Elephant Missoula. Or our website is uh, pinkelephantexchange.com. You guys have been awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Peace. Peace.